This is Cambridge Judge Business School's online knowledge centre, with expert commentary, analysis, and insights into the issues of the day. For Pinky Lilani, author, motivational speaker, and internationally acclaimed champion for women, people development is the focal point of her professional life. A winner of numerous awards, she's included in the list of the 100 most powerful women in the UK by the BBC's Woman's Hour programme and in CQ magazine's 100 Most Powerful Women Networkers in the UK. Founder and CEO of Spice Magic, Pinky Lilani is the driving force behind the Women of the Future Awards and the Asian Women of Achievement Awards. The title of her leadership lecture was Collaboration and Kindness, which she insists are two essential ingredients for business success. Well, really, there's two very simple qualities that we can all use very easily. We don't have to have access to a lot of information or financial figures to be able to collaborate and be kind. And, you know, there's so many opportunities every day. So for everyone looking for those opportunities, and it's great when you find them, just starting a conversation with someone and asking them what they do and then suddenly you realize that you do things that are synergistic and so then you start working together and they're looking for something and we're looking for something and you never know till you start this conversation and people often go in looking at people who they think will be helpful to them and I found that's not the right way at all it's the least expected person that actually can help you a lot. So those people who get the, the, the networking guest list and tick those that they want to see, that is not the way to do it. I, don't, I mean, that could be a way, but for me it never worked because if I was standing with somebody who worked for, say, Deutsche Bank and they gave their card and I gave my card of Spice Magic, nobody's heard of Spice Magic, so most of them would say, oh, she's of no use and took Deutsche Bank I. But in fact, maybe I would be of much more value to them, but they don't see that. And I think that's where people have to really explore, you know, what I said was weak ties. You concentrated quite a lot on the parable of the frog. Explain. Yeah, but the parable of the frog really is how much we rely on appreciation, that some of us can only really jump very high if we are encouraged by people. And so all of us in our lives every day can encourage other people because it can make all the difference between being there and being right below. Do you find that happens? I think it happens all the time. It happens to me all the time. I find sometimes I think, I'm not going to do that. And somebody else comes along and says, you're so good at that. Go on, do it. And it's actually made a huge difference to my life. Why is collaboration so important? Collaboration brings together the best of everyone. So, I mean, for me, it's particularly important because my brand is relatively unknown. And so collaborating with some big brands is really good for me, but it's also very good for them because I think all of us add value to other people's lives. It's just finding that value. In your subheadings under that title of Why Collaborate, you've got creating new energy, larger vision, bigger and newer markets. Yeah, you see, for instance, for me to collaborate with someone like, say, you know, the business schools, they want new people to come onto their courses and the executive courses. We have wonderful um, women as part of our alumni. We have big corporate. And we can actually, when we collaborate with them, we can take those people into their courses. And they wouldn't have access to a lot of them without us introducing them. One word that kept coming back on a regular basis, it's the word kind or kindness. Now, you're very, very strong on that. Now, very old-fashioned. It's very old-fashioned, but for me, it's so important. And I think everything I've ever done has, has been done with a sense of kindness towards other people. And it's always been received in that way. Very often, people think of I'm 
seen as being kind will be seen as a weakness. It's not. I think you have to be really strong to be kind. And it has reaps huge benefits. And you shouldn't do it to get those benefits, but they come. In some respects, it's an old-fashioned courtesy, isn't it? It is. And I think, you know, being well-mannered, being kind, being generous, being gentle, being, you know, listening to people are qualities that never go out of fashion. And I think that's what people look for when they meet someone. They want to meet someone who's got nice energy, they talk about nice karma, and that comes across through qualities like kindness, of being, you know, um, not judgmental, of being aware of other people. I think that mindfulness is so important. Even in this, the the digital age of of high-speed communication and, and huge silos of information, no, I think even in that kind of age, you see on Twitter and you see on Instagram people constantly liking people. And, you know, they, people feel thrilled when they've got 100 likes or, you know, 10 um, stars. So, you know, even in this age of digital technology, we're still looking for people to appreciate what we do. Do we put too much trust in the likes of, of, of other social media, the Twitter and Instagrams? I think, yes, we do. I think where it goes wrong is people see um, what's happening in people's lives just in bites, and they don't see what's happening in between. So you probably see all these glamorous pictures of somebody going somewhere and putting them on Twitter and think her life is just one big glamour round. And it's not. It's full of other things which we don't see. So I think you can get skewed. They don't look through the smokescreen. They can't because, you know, people don't put that up and somebody's having a rotten time or been somewhere dreadful. You don't see too many of those pictures. You always see people on Facebook putting up all their, you know, birthday celebrations, having a great time as if life's one big party. And we all know it isn't. You spent time on the seven cues. So take me through the seven cues. Oh, gosh, I hope I can remember them all now. But, of course, IQ, EQ, your AQ... Your LQ is very important, your likability quotient, which is my favorite one because you can actually improve on it very easily by being aware of what makes people likable. Your GQ is your giving quotient, your MQ, the meaning you have in what you do, and your CQ, your communication quotient. You've extended those from five Qs to seven. I have, and I, I think it'll probably go up because suddenly I have an aha moment when I see a quality that I think is really important that people need to integrate. It makes... Life very easy when you have a reference point. You have seven things you can think of and say, how well am I doing? How can I improve in those areas? And we're all looking for ways where we can do things better. So this gives you a kind of foolproof formula for success. Is there one of the seven which is more important than the other six? I think really for me it's that likability because, you know, if somebody, if you don't like someone, you don't want to do business with them. It doesn't matter how intelligent they are, how great they are at communication. If you don't like their attitude and you don't like them, you're not going to do any business with them. Pinky Lalani, thank you very much. This programme was produced by the Cambridge Judge Business School as part of its online broadcast series.